Are you needing coffee as early as 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. to get you out of bed? Or are you needing coffee to run through your day? Because other than having coffee, you will be exhausted, you will be tired, and you won't be able to get anything done. If you're coffee dependent, I have got some news for you. I am Dr. Duny, the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Today, we're going to be talking about the five signs of burnout that mothers need to be aware of. This is the first part of this series, and I'll be covering this as we go through. Now, I am not someone who hates coffee. I, I know that coffee can be amazing to certain people, and people love coffee. But very importantly, when coffee or anything whatsoever is the vital ingredient on which you rely for your function, it is a problem. You are not designed to depend on something or even someone for your existence. So we need to address that because that could be a sign of burnout. So welcome to the show. Grab your favorite drink. Grab a lovely position. Either you lay down listening or you are sat down listening or lounging in your lazy boy. Go ahead. Have a great time. And if you're working out or driving, go ahead, listen, focus on what you're doing, but have a listen in the background. Make sure you're subscribed so you're notified when a new episode drops. And also you're made aware when you are having new things come up in the Wellbeing for Mothers show. As a matter of fact, it's very important that you also download this episode. Why? Because you can come back and have a listen when you are not available as soon as the episode drops. And you can listen to this again and again. So I'm going to do a quick deep dive into this because oh, you know how it is. Mothers, we are awesome. We are doing things for everyone. And sometimes we forget ourselves. Motherhood is beautiful. If you want to imagine the when you gave birth to your child, maybe your first child, your third child, your fifth child, and you imagine the bundle of joy that you held in your arms. And those times your, mother, your child looks at you and says, mommy, I love you. And those beautiful pictures that they make in nursery and they come and show you, mommy, this is from me. Those times you hold them in your arms and they probably they are grown up now. They are holding you in their arms. Whatever stage you're at as a mother, motherhood is so beautiful. But along with that motherhood journey comes a lot of challenges. It comes in such a way that it can knock you off your feet. You can become so stressed out, so overwhelmed and sometimes burnout. In this show, we talk about the truths of motherhood and burnout is one of them. I have been there. I know what it's like. So you might be thinking, oh, she's fine. She knows what to do. But I didn't always know what to do. And even now, I don't know everything. I am learning every day. And it's such a beautiful journey being able to see things and say, oh, 
I see you. Ah, I recognize you. And I can do one, two, three. I also have my own coach who guides me whenever I'm probably getting to that point where I feel there is no way forward and goes, hmm, have you tried another route? And then I see that even though I have this challenge in front of me, I can go underneath it. I can go around it. I can go above it. Or I might as well just get my all my weapons and gadgets and go right through it. But it's a different approach to every challenge. And that's what we as mothers have proficiency at. We as mothers need to recognize that our superpowers are deep within us and we need to bring them to the surface and start using them. So number one sign of burnout, feeling tired all the time. <laughs> now, you, when I started, you probably were wondering where I was coming to when I talked about coffee. There's so many people who have told me, oh my goodness, if I've not had my morning coffee, I can't function. Are you one of them? Or someone says, oh my goodness, I need at least five cups of coffee to get through the day. Are you one of them? Or perhaps you're one of those who has um, coffee as an infusion. You're probably drinking coffee that by noon, you've already drank about eight cups. Am I talking to you? <laughs> then you need to listen because feeling tired, feeling the need for some stimulants to keep you on track is a sign that you're burnt out. And we do not want that to be the case. And for that reason, we need to be more aware. We need to be more intentional. We need to recognize that there's something depleting our energy. Identify what that thing is and take care of it. As a family doctor, I see many patients and some will come to me. And the main thing, which is one of the main com complaints of patients is I feel tired, tired all the time. Now, many factors can contribute to the tiredness. And sometimes I get asked, why am I tired all the time? And that's when we go into a discussion. What are the things you're doing? What's happening in your life? What, what's your nutrition like? What are you drinking? What are you involved in? Has there been any changes in your life? All those things are very important when you're looking at factors that could contribute to you feeling tired all the time. Now, I'm not going to go through the training of medical uh, professionals to go to help explain what is going on. But when you are, get to maybe your health professional, your doctor, and you say, I'm feeling tired, there are some things that we need to explore. So please, if you're feeling like that, make sure you seek help, okay? Make sure you seek that help that you need because you just be one thing or several things that just need some action on your part. So when you think seeing yourself feeling tired all the time, that is the number one sign we're talking about today. Don't ignore it. Don't sweep it under the carpet. Don't drink more coffee. That is the sign to seek help. Number two sign of burnout that mothers need to look out for 
is being more confused. And that confusion can come in the form of hearing information, seeing things, and not being sure what to do. So you're like a dare in headlights. How many of you have heard of the fight, flight, freeze response? That is a very important way to describe it. So for those who probably haven't heard, there are sometimes in our lives when we're faced with certain things, um, an experience, you hear some news, and the way you react goes a long way. Now, there is this instant reaction, which is actually from the emotional part of our brain. They call it the primitive part of our brain, the less evolved part, which, of course, the amygdala is one of them, the components that make it up. And so when you're faced with something, you have that initial reaction of survival. You want to run away from it if you can. You want to fight it um, if you can, or perhaps you freeze like a dare in headlights and you don't know what to do. That state of freezing in headlights, that state of confusion, that state of not being able to do things about it that would progressively solve that challenge or problem or difficulty is a state of confusion. Sometimes you mix up things because you're confused, you're muddled. And some people just say, oh, it's the, it's the female brain, it's the menopause brain, it's the, and we give it names. And you have so many names people give to that brain. But did you know that you can identify that thing and do something about it? When you're confused, it's a horrible place to be. It's not a, an empowered state. It's a state of disempowerment. It's a state where you feel, oh, can I really be who I'm meant to be? You lose focus of who you are because you're confused. There was a time I was reading from the book of Proverbs. And there are some certain things that were listed as things that should never happen things that disquiet in the earth. And one of them was when the servant is on the horse and the prince is walking. Now, in old times, they used to have horses and all these um, animals that were modes of transportation. And the usual practice was that the servants were walking with the horse or whatever animal was transporting the royalty. And royalty was meant to be on the horse sitting regally and being transported to wherever he or she wanted to get to. The earth is disquieted. There is an outcry when the reverse is the case. Now, did you know that you are royalty? And the reason why I stress this element of you being royalty is because in a state of confusion, you forget who you are. And rather than you sitting in your regal outfit on your mode of transportation to that destiny, that awesome life, that awesome purpose ahead of you, you are on the ground 
walking, head bowed, shoulders hunched, feeling sorry for yourself. That is not where you're meant to be. That state of being confused, forgetting your identity, not recognizing who you are, what you're capable of, is a difficult place. And we need to start recognizing that as a sign of burnout. That is the time to say, hey, time out. We need a break here. There's an outcry. Come on, guys. Something needs to be done. That's the time to put out that emergency call. We need to call a family meeting. (laughs) You need to bring the people to decide on this matter because it is not something that should be happening. But when it happens, let's take action. So don't sweep it under the carpet. It's a sign that you need to take action. That's the number two sign we're discussing today. Number three is having difficulty making decisions. Now, this is quite closely linked to point number two. Because when you're in a state of confusion, you become very indecisive. You start to ask people for their opinions. And of course, when people are asked for their opinions, they tell you what they think is right. And when they tell you what they think is right and you take action based on that advice, you can actually make headway if the advice is sound. Or sometimes you might be doing something that is detrimental to you. And that's one reason why you need to be careful with people you seek advice from especially when you can't make decisions. But the most important person that needs to be at the helm of affairs of your life, who is the CEO of your life, is you. And that is why decision-making is very important. The reason why I put this across is because there was a time when I needed to make a huge decision to go or not to go, to leave, not to leave. I was in this horrible crossroad and I wasn't too sure what to do. I don't know if you've been there before. I had been going through a lot. And you know, when did when you uh when you talk about a camel that um had the last straw that broke its back, you need to recognize that that camel has been carrying load. There have been a lot of things on that camel before that straw broke that camel's back. So I was that camel and I'd been carrying load and I've been going through a lot of challenges and I just kept plowing through. It's going to get better. I'm going to get used to it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. And I kept going and I kept going and there was still load being piled on until that final straw. And there was that thing of, do I stay? Do I go? Do I keep going down the route or do I make a change now? There are some decisions we need to make that are life or death decisions. That day, I needed to make a life or death decision. It was a decision that I could not turn back from, but it was a decision that was critical to my health, my well-being and that of my children. In a state of burnout, there is a tendency for you to make certain decisions 
that are detrimental or you become indecisive and then you just continue with the flow, knowing fully well that where that is taking you is to the land of destruction, to the land of pain, to the land of bondage. You do not want that. There is the part of the brain, the frontal cortex, which has been very um, useful in when it comes to reasoning through challenges, difficulties, problems. It's the problem-solving part of the brain. And that needs to be activated. That is the part of you that helps you thrive. Not survive, but thrive. You remember when I was talking about the amygdala and the primitive part of the brain when you're confused? That is the survival part of the brain. That's the one that just wants to get you out of that situation, just wants you to be alive. But this part that is required for decision-making is the thriving part of your brain, the one that helps you move beyond where you are. So not only to survive, but to move ahead, to make progress. And we need to activate that part. When mothers are stressed, when mothers are overwhelmed, when mothers are burned out, guess what happens? That thriving part is not activated as quickly. The survival part takes the reins because it's like, look, I just need to keep you alive. Come on, we need to keep you alive. And it's not a bad thing when you need to be kept alive. But when that is your default mode, that is a big problem. So we need to become aware that when you are struggling to make decisions, someone is telling you something, oh, do you want tea or coffee? And you're thinking about it. Someone is asking, do you want the blue dress or the green dress? And you're like, you can't make decisions. There you have to start to recognize that, oh, could it be that I'm going through a lot of stress? Am I getting to that burnout stage? Take note and take action. So that's the third sign. Now, sign number four is being more forgetful. Now, we all forget things. I mean, I haven't got a perfect memory. I forget things all the time. But when you're more forgetful and it becomes a persistent trait where people say, oh, don't worry, she's always forgetting things. Red flag, we need to watch out. So make sure that you are sending this out to people. Share it with other mothers. These people need to hear this. Don't forget to subscribe because when we share, we care. And when we care, the whole world gets better. We as mothers need to empower each other. And it's by doing things like this, by sharing and caring, that we empower each other. Okay? So let's go into this a bit more. Be more forgetful. When you're more forgetful, you find out that you might leave something. You don't know whether you lock the door. You might leave something on the fire. And you're like, oh, did I put that thing off or not? I'll tell you a story about what happened to me once. So one day I had woken up early. I mean, you all remember, and probably you've heard this story before. Maybe you haven't. I was working full-time as a doctor and I was with my two young children who were under the age of five. And every morning I would wake up early, get them up, get them ready, get myself ready, 
take them to nursery where I dropped them off and then walked back to work. And of course, finished work, went back, picked them up, got home, got them ready for bed. And that's the routine that was going on. On this particular day, I woke up late because I hit the snooze button. I ignored my alarm. And by the time I woke up, I was panicked. I was stressed out. This is me. I had not been sleeping well at those three dress sizes. I was just a shadow of myself. And I had a few minutes to get out of the house, to get the children to school and get myself to work. What was particularly stressful was because my team, and which is the medical team at the time, was uh, we have this thing called take. So you have um, an admission of new patients overnight. So whoever is on call admits all the medical patients into our ward, under our care, and we need to know about them, take care of them. And that was a very busy time. So I could not afford to be late because I was the only person at my grade level that was handling that situation. So here I was panicked. I made courage for my children for breakfast, got the breakfast, got them eating that while I was getting myself ready, getting the buggy ready, putting all their bags on there. And it was a winter day. Snow was falling. The snow was about about a couple of inches thick and it was not particularly very friendly weather. So here I was, I put my son in the buggy. Because it was snowing, I put the rain cover on him. Of course, my daughter was on the ride on board and she was going to be hit by the snow. So despite all the hood up and gloves and um, hat and all, she was still going to be hit by it. So I asked her to bend over while I covered her as well with the rain cover. And I had my hood up ready, pushing down hill. Now, of course, I had to be extra careful because you know what it is. You've got snow falling all through the night. You've got some slippery patches. You can't slip and fall because that's buggy go down. Children get hurt. Not a great place. So here I was as I was going down the hill to go and drop the children off, panicking, feeling really stressed out. I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, did I put the hub off? The gas is on. What have I done? I was panicked. So I dropped the children off. And here I had no much time left, but I had to get to work. But then I was terrified at the thought of me leaving that hub on. I'd forgotten completely that I switched it off. So here I was panicking, ran to my flat, checked it out. Oh, goodness me. I didn't want to burn the whole place down. Thankfully, the hub was off. But what made me forget that burnout? What made me forget that stress, that overwhelm I was feeling? And that is something that happens. You probably think, oh, did I put the hub off? Did I switch the lights off? Did I lock the door? Those are things that affect many mothers and we need to be aware of them. So if you find yourself being more forgetful, you can't find your car keys. And it's a persistent thing. Please do seek help. Those are signs of burnout. Now, very importantly, I want to bring the final one, the fifth one that I'll be sharing now, 
We have many other signs, which, of course, as time goes on, I'll be covering. But the fifth one is feeling frustrated. Frustration is a horrible thing. Now, I'm not talking about frustration, the game. Frustration as in you wanting to pull your hair out. Ah! Yeah, been there, done that, got the plaque. We need to recognize that when you're feeling frustrated all the time, that is a sign of burnout. And it's a sign that you need to do something for you, for your well-being, for your health. And you need to start taking action right now. Are you feeling frustrated? So all these things, all these five signs that we have discussed today are very important to take note of and be aware. If you or someone you know is going through that, you need to seek help. You need to take action. You need to also tell them to take action. You need to help. So I'm going to just go quickly over the five signs. Five signs that mothers need to be aware of that point to burnout. One, feeling tired all the time, needing coffee. Two, being more confused. Three, difficulty making decisions. Four, being more forgetful. And five, feeling frustrated. These are the five signs of burnout that mothers need to be aware of. If you're feeling any of them, make sure you seek help. I have a web class I'd like to invite you to where we talk about ways to stop burnout, the steps to stopping burnout. This is something that we mothers need to be aware of. So go ahead and click the link I'm going to put in the description below. Scan the QR code, which you probably also see somewhere around here, and join that web class. It's free. Invite other mothers and let them join as well. Because when we have the tools, the tactics, the strategies to be able to help ourselves, we can make a huge difference in our well-being. So go ahead, click that link and join me. Don't forget to share this with other mothers and subscribe. Most importantly, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Tell us what you think. What was your major takeaway? What do you want to hear more about? I am Dr. Duny, the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Until next time, I ask that you stay well. Thank you.